0: This is packs
1: what she said. Now here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney.
0: Before we wrap up, you want to do some
1: positives? Let's let's end this um, let's end this episode with some positive takeaways from this game. Okay, I, I <laughs> it's funny you
2: say that because all I could think was one. I guess my positive is that I don't think this turnover differential can sustain itself. The Packers are losing the turnover battle in like every game they've played, and I I think that gets corrected. I think if there's one thing that LaFleur and Rogers are going to, you know, kind of band together on is that they have to protect the football better. The Packers have had not great luck on the defensive side of the ball with forcing turnovers there either. And I think when you bring Jair back, that's going to add another element. The ball hawking should come back to this ball hawking secondary where Gary, obviously we know is just a wrecking ball. I think he'll get after the quarterback and force some fumbles there. So That'll be one of my positives. I will spin it to say that I think the turnovers get cleaned up, and I think that this defense will be able to get the ball back in Rodgers' hands instead of the offense consistently
1: putting the defense behind the sticks. Yeah, totally. I actually have a bunch of positives from this game. Okay. My first (laughs) first one is that the rookies are consistently getting more involved in this offense, and Rodgers is going back to them even after they make mistakes, which is – huge for him and there I want to distinguish between by what I mean by huge in this instance because there's a lot of jokes on Twitter even my family group chat was saying it like when Dobbs fumbled they're like oh haha he's never going to see the ball again Rogers is going back to Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs because he sees something in them yeah he sees the potential and he sees the skill and he knows that one mistake is not going to be the same as you know, another wide receiver seven that once had a interception tip off his fingers and never saw the field again. Like this is not the same situation as other times that Rogers has done this. And when he does go back to them, they are proving that that's a good decision and that they're going to make plays. And this was the first game where both of them had touchdowns. And I think we're going to see more of it. And I'm very excited about it.
2: Yeah, that's a really good point. And I mean, Matt LaFleur, I think, had said too, like, not to discredit Watson, but I think, you know, Watson is being used right now in a lot of like trickery and end arounds. And I want to see him more involved in like the vertical passing game, which we yeah. talked about. I think it was after the Vikings game. Just the, they'll, they'll take those shots, those shots are coming. But Dobbs being so involved as a passing threat, we talked about it earlier, you know, in the show that, on on the overtime drive, Dobbs had a couple catches. Like he's starting to pull away. If you look at, you know, the targets. He's leading the team right now with 24 targets. Alan Lazard is second on the team with 17. So you can see like where Rodgers is trying to get the ball. And I think he knows that these guys can make plays. And I think, yeah, that's I mean, it kind of is repetitive with the turnovers, but this offense will clean things up. I think that's a positive As we talk about like you're winning really close games. And I think the positive is that some of these games
1: won't be as close once these things are cleaned up. Yep. Absolutely. I totally agree. Yeah. I mean, Dobbs with the back shoulder touchdown. That was stunning. Stunning. And like Rodgers doesn't throw that ball if he doesn't trust that his receiver is going to make that play. So I think that is huge. Um, My other positive is I think along the same veins as yours with the, with the turnovers is, Rodgers is not going to have another game like this. Rodgers is simply not going to play this poorly moving forward. Um, At least you hope. Mm -hmm. Uh, But historically, I trust that Aaron Rodgers is just going to have a better game. And that would solve a lot of problems, right? No more weird misses. um, Hopefully a few less, you know, second and 10 bad deep shots to put them in third down and long situations i think he needs to stop just like simply stop throwing to the flat like he just keeps (laughs) missing his running backs in the flat like let's just take this out of the playbook for a second but he's not going to have a first half like he did and he's not going to throw another pick six so this is not going to be a repeated affair
2: it's been, the flat has been really weird this week. The, like it's, it, this just doesn't make any sense. What's going on? Um, I guess another positive is, you know, we talked about we thought Robert Tunium was going to have a big game, got his first touchdown of the season, which is great. Um, I think the offensive line, there's, there's, I think some there's room for growth there, obviously, which you would expect when two of your players are coming back from really invasive knee surgeries. I think Elton Jenkins is maybe struggling a little bit at right tackle, but I think. I think they'll either lock that in and he'll, you know, feel better as he kind of heals, or maybe they'll consider moving him inside and bringing a guy like Yash outside. But I thought David Bakhtiari played a really good game. I know he had the one penalty, but it's nice to see that they didn't have to have him flip as many series. Like I think he's back, you know, and I, it feels really good to say that. And I think once there's more cohesion along the line, I think the Patriots only had one sack. So yeah. that's promising too. And part of that is of course when you're running for 199 yards on the ground, but getting them that there's a positive Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon are just ridiculous. And the two of them are one of the best, if not the best tandems in football. And if the Packers just
1: lean on them even more than they did on Sunday, good things will happen. Good things will happen. It was really nice to see AJ Dillon kind of get his legs under him as the game was rolling along. I think at the beginning of the game, he wasn't getting too much in terms of yardage and then he starts as as defenses get tired, that's kind of when he starts to thrive. He just like starts pulling people along with him. And that overtime drive was just like, that's the moment where you are so happy to have him on yeah. your team. So I agree with you. The tandem. My other positive is that I really, really think the vets on this offense. Step up in huge moments. Mm -hmm. Alan Lazard quietly had an over a hundred yard game, and no one's talking about it, right? Like he had six catches for 116 yards, a huge first down conversion for the Packers to finally get back in this game. Like if he does not make that diving catch, I don't know if this game ends well. Randall Cobb, we already said it in this show, always comes up huge. Only three receptions for 42 yards, but his average catch was 14 yards. I mean, he's making huge plays. He looks like young Randall Cobb. Again, you always have Mercedes Lewis out there, right? You have, like you said, your bets on the O-line. So the Packers have the building blocks to be a really successful team. And I think they will be if the bets continue to play like this.
0: eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, Roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
2: Yeah. And I I mean, we talked about this not to, to get too repetitive, but we talked about this last week, too, and it's just we knew that this is kind of what we thought the offense would look like. There wasn't going to be like a 1,500-yard receiver. Like Devontae, you weren't going to have a receiver with 12 touchdowns. But everybody was everybody was going to contribute. And we said, like, Cobb was a really good example of that. Like, if he has X number of yards and four touchdowns, is that a good year for him? And right now I would say that the entire receiving core is on pace to do exactly what we would hope for them to do. And, you know, you could argue that, like, maybe Dobbs and Lazard are going to have – more yardage totals than we thought going into the season. We kind of thought, hey, maybe like 800 is the cap for some of these guys, but the way that the ball has been distributed, and I think that's what makes it feel so promising. It's frustrating because you know what the offense can be, but the takeaway from this is that once these things get cleaned up, Rodgers is starting to trust these guys a lot. When they play into the confines of the scheme, really good things can happen, and I think that we're going to see that in this next
1: stretch of four. I hope so. Um, I guess last... Last positive is the defense. I mean, we went over it already. Like, the defense is just playing really, really great football, and I think they need to continue to. I do want to see Barry be a little bit more aggressive in certain situations, but for the most part, it's really a nice change to have your defense trot out onto that field and trust that they're actually going to make a stop. Um, yeah, I mean, they have ballers on that side of the ball, and they didn't even have two of their starters in this game.
2: Yeah, and I mean, Kenny Clark came out for a series, and even special teams, right? I know that there were some moments they gave up some big return yardage, but it seems like they're figuring it out as well. Pat O'Donnell has been just a revelation, which is weird to say about a punter. I feel kind of, I don't know. But then Keyshawn Nixon, Rudy Ford, yeah. Two weeks in a row that Nixon downs a punt on the two yard line. Like, yes, there were moments that, you know, you question like calling for a fair catch versus, you know, trying to get a couple of extra yards and things. But again, I think Rich Passaccia is going to clean that up. I don't think he loves some of those decisions, but as a unit, you're not holding your breath as much. And when Crosby came out to kick a field goal, I was like, I feel a lot better with this holder and this operation than I did last season. Anytime a field goal happened, it was like, oh shit, it's about to get blocked. <laughs> and now this year it's like, okay, I, this is pretty good. I can, I can trust this. So there's another positive special teams is not losing
1: games for the Packers. Special teams is competent. Special teams is actually a little more than competent. Honestly, Special teams they're... is like a, like a B kid right now. They're like yeah, a, a B minus. I give them a B minus. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I feel so much better after this episode. I hope everybody <laughs> listening does too. Um, it's not always as high or low, I think, as the emotional reaction of when you are watching, but the key takeaway here is the backers are three and one and they're gonna go play the Giants in London at three and one. And that's really all that matters.
2: Yeah, and I mean ugly wins still count as wins. You don't you don't have to give them back in the NFL. You get to keep those. So We'll take it for what it is. And this was a rough, I think, I think that's where I kind of want to wrap this up. Is this was a rough first stretch of four games to learn about your offense and your young rookies. You started away against a divisional opponent. Yes, you had a home game against a still a divisional opponent with a new head coach. Then you went down to Tampa to play Tom Brady and a team that you likely could see again in the playoffs. And then you came home to face a Bill Belichick led football team. Like this was not a cakewalk for this Packers team. And the fact that they're sitting at three and one with still a lot to figure out that we feel confident and comfortable that they will figure out says a lot about where we think this season can go for them. And, you know, we've seen the Packers win pretty. We've seen them win very hard-fought football games. And look at how the season ends. They still don't win a Super Bowl and they didn't win a ring. And it was still a wasted season. A wasted season, right? They can win ugly. All the way to the Super Bowl and win a really ugly Super Bowl for all I care, right? Yeah. Like, it's not about how you win it. It's how you get there. And the Packers are doing what they need to do to get there. Maggie,
1: that was beautifully
2: said. <laughs> it really <laughs> wasn't. It was really not articulate. It was but... really
1: beautifully said. <laughs> um, I have nothing to add. This has been the Packs What She Said podcast.
2: Thank you, as always, for listening to the show. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at pwss podcast or find us on Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube at Packs What She Said. You can find Perry on Twitter at Perry underscore Goldstein. You can find me on Twitter at Maggie J. Loney. Thank you, as always, for listening to the show. We'll be back in a couple days to talk about the Packers at Giants in London. Go Pack Go. Go Go. 2400
0: Sports is an Odyssey company.